Hello and welcome to episode 27 of The Edge Backstage Pass, the weekly podcast from the Tuesday night show at the London comedy store The Edge. This week, two Americans, a Canadian and a Scottish Tory walk into a Zoom meeting and it was even more fun than it sounds. There's a lot of silliness and some serious moments and since Scott was in LA, he did it all before he started his day. Enjoy. Hello, I'm Kabagulaya Shaman coming at you from sunny London. Hi, I'm Scott Capro coming to you from COVID-heavy California. Hi, I'm Leo. I'm coming from actually genuinely completely COVID-free Glasgow. There's been no like COVID cases or deaths or anything here. I mean, I don't know if that's just because people are dying from like obesity and heroin addiction before they get a chance to get coronavirus. But yeah, it's totally COVID-free. And I am Alison Smith, and I am coming to you from Manchester, which is near Oldham. So we're we're getting close to lots of COVID again. Wow. <laughs> yes, I, I was going to try and get people from all the local lockdown areas just to make it seem better. But uh, anybody applied for Boris Johnson's communications job? <laughs> he literally went on telly and said, really? "I need someone to speak to the nation on behalf of the government." I thought yeah. of you lot. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> uh, no, I've I missed. Like I said, I've been packing all day. Well, I said that before. I think we started recording. I've I've not watched too much of the news today, oh, but what I know is recently. Yeah, I know. But what I know is happening today is that uh, COVID nineteen still a thing, and uh, <laughs> Hong Kong uh, uh, elections are being all uh, twisty and scary. Like apparently. Did you guys see that some people aren't allowed to run for an election in Hong Kong because their belief system doesn't align with mainland China? What? No, I didn't see that. Oh, there we go. When you say belief system, is that the belief that nobody should say anything bad about mainland China? (laughs) That's pretty much their belief system. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but... um, Their elections in Hong Kong are kind of like ours in the US, though. There's just a cosmetic fix. I mean, I don't think those politicians, even the elected ones, have that much power. I think it's more a statement by the voter who they yeah. have less than the power each politician has. But a lot of people want to leave Hong Kong, which is too bad. Yeah. Well, Boris, Boris has said, the Tories have said that uh, three million people can come to the UK. Wow. As long as they're not fat. We, we can't have any more fat ones because th- that's what's <laughs> spreading COVID, right, everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget, you're fat and stay alert. We gave you all the warning that you should need. Now go <laughs> forth and do with that info what you will. I, I don't want fat to keep people are involved with it, that's the problem. What about, um, <laughs> what about, that's, that's the you know, origin of the problem. What about tall people? I read yesterday that tall people get it more likely than short people. What? Yeah, Ooh. I'm I very worried. I know. Wait, is that a real thing? I read it yeah. in the whatever blah blah on yeah you know, on a radio show. They're announcing it. The tall yeah. people are in danger. Watch out! It's because we're higher up and we get more of the air with the virus in it. I don't know. <laughs> well, nobody's more discriminated against than tall people. Like it's not just get, not getting enough legroom on the bus. Now we've got because we've got a higher risk of cancer as well apparently because we've got more cells. So there's more cells to go wrong. And uh, wow. you because you never see old tall people. You never like see a ninety like what is his name, Sir Tom, who like walked around his garden like a hundred times for charity or whatever. Like yeah. he's not six foot eight. Isn't that yeah, because he's people four shrink foot now? Two. I was gonna say at some yeah exactly at some point he might have been, but yeah, Simon, like you were saying, people just over time shrink, hmm. right? The bones just. 
We just yeah. curve over. Although mm. I'm, I'm actually with Leo on this. There you go. I've never said that out loud before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you tell people fall, they hit the ground harder. Oh, yeah. My father was um, quite bruised. <laughs> he, he drinks a bottle of brandy every week. And when he falls, he really hits the ground, but not hard enough because he's still alive. We really thought <laughs> it turned out not to be that happy a story. Out. We thought <laughs> gonna do it. But, yeah. Anybody else losing relatives at a rapid rate? Because oh, yeah, well, so my dad, my dad's got like cancer, uh, so my mum was like, she booked a holiday to cheer him up, and uh, then it turned out he can't go. He can't go because like because of his cancer. So she's yeah. like, uh, she's going on her own. <laughs> like, what? No, that's not, that's not going to cheer him up, is it? You know? <laughs> oh, I will. You know what, honey? You know what you need? You need some me time. So I'll yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'm, I'm go going for you. Yeah. I'm going to go and have sex with a Spanish waiter on the beach. You know, you stay here and watch TV. But don't worry. Oh, I'll God. check his temperature first. Yeah. <laughs> Safety first. Oh, jeez. Condom, no. Do you have a thermometer, though? That's what I need to know. I'll risk herpes. It's just COVID. I don't want to get yeah. into. Right? Let's just watch, wash our hands, not touch our faces. It'll be fine. We only touch from the waist down, the waist down, COVID free. But all these shops are checking temperatures of people when they walk in. They're doing it here in San Francisco, too. We've only had 57 deaths. Here, by the way, uh, oh. and people, Californians are freaked out about everything, and they're having their temperatures checked. But the, the thing is, my temperature average is about a degree and a half lower than normal. Right. So if my temperature goes up about <laughs> three degrees. I'm still, I'm still within the range, even if are I got you like part. Are you part lizard or something? Yeah, I, I, was am, say, yeah. I am. <laughs> I am. I am. It's about ninety-seven point two normally. My temperature. What is so, that in, in yeah, real numbers? If I go yeah. up to the danger zone, I'm still in safety and I can still <laughs> cough on someone and, and kill them. It's just it's weird. It's weird, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What about your temperature, Leo? Tall people who uh, run a lot have low temperature. You, you run, don't you? I've got low blood pressure because when I stand up, uh, I get dizzy. Oh, right. <laughs> but apparently that's healthy. I don't know how it's healthy, but apparently <laughs> falling over when you stand up is healthy. Yeah. And we're back to tall people falling. <laughs> yeah. I've been reading over here that Boris is worried about his own weight. Is he, is he, is that just a... Oh, it's a huge thing, on? Scott. This is the thing right now. It, it's <laughs> He's lost city. his stone. Yeah, he's lost mm. stone, and we're all going to lose our lives. No, uh, it is because <laughs> uh, fat, the, obesity is the big problem with COVID is what they're trying to pump right now. Mm. So now there's going to be, what are they doing? They're taking out adverts in TV before 9 a.m. that encourage bad snacks. No, this right. is what I heard. Yeah, because we're all watching it. the adverts. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. This, is, yeah. this isn't a Netflix show, is it? These adverts. I don't think yeah. I've seen a commercial since like 2009. <laughs> like, I don't, this is not what's making me buy certain food. It's not the commercials. Yeah, yeah. But, we were talking about this last week, but it's all the same time as Greg's reopened as well, which I feel like is not unrelated. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> things though right they do vegan things great they do two yes vegan yes things, they do yeah. they have a great vegan um steak bake which is better than the original steak <clears throat> bake in my opinion and i am a meat eater more better. meaty yeah yeah definitely <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there is sadly enough yeah. um and then uh what's the other one the vegan sausage roll which is lovely as well yeah huh. but they're not exactly healthy it's still like no, really God. it's just got vegan fat, fat pastry of meat-based yeah. fat yeah, because a lot of vegan fat is actually, uh, like if you're a person trying to lose weight, a vegan diet can actually like, you'll put, because it's, it's really all, fatty. 
carbs. Yeah. Yeah. Car- yeah, carbs and oil. Yeah. Yeah. And sugar. Yeah, but basically, uh, Boris Johnson has lost some weight, so he's like, "Look how cool losing weight is!" Hey, let's all lose weight so we don't get COVID. Dun 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 dun. dun <laughs> after school special. Over here taking yoga, I met a couple of oxygenologists. Ox- oxygenologists. They're oxygenologists. Oh, what? <laughs> and they they say that they <laughs> they 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 say that they don't eat uh, content content food that they live on the air that they breathe by doing yoga. Oh, like Prionic You air. need to get out of California to <laughs> your brain. Well, that's what they claim, that they, they, that they inhale, they ingest oxygen, they ingest the air they breathe. So they're so like I plants these, now. Yeah, well, yeah, they're like, yes. They're, they're like plants. So, yeah. Wouldn't they, that be just terrifying? You've got this oxygen diet that's been working for you. And then all of a sudden, a global pandemic. You're out of food. You're afraid <laughs> to breathe. You're skipping meals. Yeah, yeah, Sounds yeah. very yeah, anxiety ridden. If and that also, was a possibility. And also, if you got fat on an oxygen diet, how are you going <laughs> to cut back? <laughs> face is constantly in the fridge. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of think they're lying. I want to catch them shoving something in their mouths at some point. Yeah, there was that guru. There's a guru who did the same sort of thing. It was pranic air. So it's some sort of air that's been been treated with sunlight or something. She was saying she gets all her nourishment and everything from there. And one of her one of her acolytes, one of her devotees actually died from trying to follow this pranic air thing. I, I don't know why you wouldn't just stop when you got like, all right, I'm really starving now. This isn't working. But no, she carried on until she was dead. But So they went to the like uh, 60 Minutes or someone, some documentary thing, went to the guru's house and looked in her fridge and it was just ram, ram with food. And, uh, and she's like, oh, this isn't for me, this is for my husband. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you know, I have tried to fast and I've lasted for about three hours and thought, God, I'm still hungry. I can't do this. I can't. I don't believe you. Does anybody believe in? I just don't know if it's good, the fasting thing. Maybe for 12 hours, maybe during a flight, I guess. Yep. I try and, do, try and do the 16 hour thing. Yeah. Most days I do the 16 hour thing. What is that? Really? What's, oh, I presume so it's not eating for 16 hours, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <you got> it. <laughs> your last meal is like six o'clock and then you don't eat till noon the next day. Is that what you do? Or? Um, I usually, my last meal is yeah. about like 10 at night and then I wake up and I don't eat until like about 2 p.m. Oh, yeah, right. isn't that, isn't that That's just though? called being hung over to me. That's a comedian. <laughs> just wake up and just drink coffee until <laughs> two and then be yeah. like, I need to eat. My stomach is acid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, drink, a, I, drink, a, I drink a lot of Baileys because that really takes the edge off the hunger without actually having <laughs> yeah. food. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had vegan Baileys? Now that is awful. Oh, there we go. I, uh, in my. <laughs> so fatty. In my uh, yoga instructor days, I was all about the green juice fasting and all. And, and I did that cayenne limit where you only drink lemonade for like 20 days or something like oh, yeah. that. Ooh. I've done all that shit. And it's so bullshit because like, I guess the only reason to really do it is to be pious and say you're doing it. <laughs> because like, do you lose weight when you drop down to 400 calories a day? Yes. Do you gain it back within 24 hours? You do. <laughs> and then right some. some and then some, yeah. let's be honest. Because yeah. your body's like, oh my God, food, food. Let me hold yeah. on to it. Yeah. There's the yeah. soft fruit, hard fruit diet that you eat, you, eat, you eat juicy fruit for four days and then dried fruit for four days. Apparently, it's incredibly painful, 
but you push the weight out and, and by the end of the week you're you're all right yeah 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 what but do you mean push the weight out you don't well, shit out body fat what is yeah, the hard yeah yeah the way my grandmother died she she died shitting out her liver we saw her do it in the hospital but this is different <laughs> Your stories um, are old. Is that real? <laughs> yeah, she shed out her, org- her organs. She was so old that her organs just started to come out through her oh, organ tissue. No. Yeah, yeah. How did we get here? Anyway, yes. Um, you took this us is the best to topical this. news show I've ever been on. <laughs> We're trying to help Boris's fans who are chubby. If you feel chubby, <laughs> just eat oranges for four days and then dried figs for four days. And, and you're an actress, I think. Just I think. say the name of a politician every so often whilst talking about fad diets. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boris, yeah. We are talking of losing weight. I saw in the news today there's a, a Paralympian who under the, they've got new Paralympian rules. So he, he plays um, basketball in a wheelchair. And uh, under the new rules, he's not eligible for the British Paralympics team. So he's talking about amputating his leg. So he'll, he'll qualify. Oh, that's Whoa. super dark. I mean, that's that's got to be but a But you know what I love? Right there. Is here's a guy <laughs> who has goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, I want to be an Olympian, but specifically a Paralympian. <laughs> yeah. Like, if he just wanted to be an Olympian and was willing yeah. to do whatever it takes, we'd be like, he's a national hero. But because yeah. he wants to take off a leg, it's like, ooh, calm down, mate. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, he's, he's in a wheelchair, so it's not like the leg's helping him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, give it up, right? Yeah. The lightness load. Yeah, easy to push himself around that way. That's just dead weight, that leg, really, right? Yeah, actually, what, uh, do you know what sport he plays? Basketball, wheelchair basketball. Mm. Uh, quicker, quicker without the leg. Without the legs, yeah. Mm. Yeah. This is a tactic. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good question, isn't it? Yeah, do you have to? Does it have to be not your fault that you ended up that way? Yeah. So. <laughs> they uh, are uh, very conscious about handicapable people in California building ramps and entryways for them and everything in San Francisco. But the only thing they haven't mastered is 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 public transport. So you see people all the time trying to get down below the ground is to take the muni in their wheelchairs on the escalators and they roll over or they roll forward or there's always injuries and stuff. It's hard. Um, and I wish those people would just go away. <laughs> makes my commute much more difficult than it already is. It's like, get out of my fucking way. I don't know how to respond with compassion when I'm trying to make a comedy show on time. Although those days are over. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of time now, Scott. Yeah, come up with a new <laughs> excuse to be mean to disabled. <laughs> Uh, that's why I don't take the bus because they've made it so the buses can lower to let wheelchair people in but it mm. takes for fucking ever by the time they get on the, the bus and we're at the destination they could have rolled themselves down the fucking hill and got there earlier <laughs> why are they why are we you're on wheels already why are you getting the bus <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me I presume yeah. some journeys are uphill right mm. no well, they got a motorized fucking wheelchair, then move it up the hill, motherfucker. Get out of my way. I've got to get to, you know, a brewery. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> brewery. You haven't even made up the end of the story yet. Come on. I got to find a punch for that. But what they, it's not going to make it <laughs> What they do, though, is the driver has to stop the bus, get out of his seat, go to the back, diminish the seat, like get rid of some seats so they can wheel their chair into that space. Four people seating have to stand. It just takes forever. And I just think you're on a motorized vehicle. I, the wheelchairs look kind of fun. Move along, right? <laughs> you can talk on your phone, drink a drink, move your, at your own speed. They move faster than buses. I thought that wouldn't be so bad. I mean, you know, for basketball, complicated. But just to get to a destination, they're kind yeah. of lucky. Yeah. This podcast does not endorse any of Scott Caporo's opinions. <laughs> <laughs>
One thing, we were, at, we were having lunch in the suburb yesterday at, at, at the county below San Francisco. You know, there's one of those panic in California, counties opening and then closing and then reopening and closing because mm. the governor is under the thumb of Trump. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, they, we were at lunch yesterday, and as we were finishing paying our bill outdoors, uh, the waitress came out and rapidly collected all the chairs, stacked them, and slammed the door of the restaurant because <laughs> they had a closing order at four in the afternoon by no the governor. As we're driving out, everything's closing in the, in the behind us wow. in the county that we were just in. I'm sure it wasn't our fault, or maybe they're homophobic. But anyway, it was really weird <laughs> to watch all that happen immediately as we're running to our car to get out, to get back to San Francisco. It's just, it's so frantic here. Yeah, you're past 150,000 now, aren't you, or something? Was that yeah, the most? Yeah, the, California has the highest number of cases, but not deaths. Right. So weird to me. We have 350 million, or we have 35 million plus people living in California. We've only had less than 9,000 deaths, but the state is in constant frantic shutdown and reopening. I, I don't, mm. I don't know. But anyway, those are our numbers and, and people are, you know, comics are doing everything they can here. Outdoor shows, shows in people's, you know, backyards. Gardens. Yeah. Everything mm. they can. Some yeah. of these shows look, look brutal. Like the, the drive-in shows, like yeah. shouting at Glaswegians who are in cars armed with horns. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. want to do that. <laughs> I mean, I do. Why it anyways. Do it? If you, Simon, if you got any going, then like, I do want to do them. Do they heckle you with their horns? Or are they, oh, they're bound it... to. Yeah. The trouble with driving is it's impossible to find out because beeping is beeping. So it could be an applause break or it could be you are the worst comic. <laughs> You're just listening like for is... that one car horn, horn that's doing SOS. I don't know how to yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like at school when everybody started humming like in front of the oh, teacher yeah. and the teacher couldn't tell where the hum was coming from. Those were good days, yeah. <laughs> I so appreciate like everyone doing what they can to get comedy back and to make live comedy a thing, like with the live gigs and the drive-in and the Zoom gigs and all this. Like I really appreciate it. But at the same time, it's I feel like it's someone's coming up to me going like, don't worry, we found out a way for you to do comedy. The only thing we have to take away is everything good about no low ceilings no drink there'll there'll be sunshine everyone in sunscreen uncomfortable too far apart you in and i'm like yeah sure i could really use 50 quid right now yeah that sounds great i well some of these gigs i did a couple of like uh i did one in the back of a pub a garden which was lovely and then i did a couple other that were like they were like oh yeah it's a venue it's a large open space it was like backyards which is <laughs> fine but it's just like these are gigs that like five years ago i would have walked up to and been like Mm, no, I'm out. And now I'm like, well, this looks wonderful. Look at there's 25 people here. They're all looking in the direction that is supposed to be the stage. That's great. Just cover the children's swing with a blanket. We'll just go in front of that. Let's do this. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Your perspective. I feel like a high, a high class hooker fucking someone in a toilet. That's how it feels. Now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, I was Faye Dunaway and now I'm that, that woman that gets killed by Drano in that. <laughs> drain a pour down her throat in the backseat of a car by her pimp i feel like it's gone like that <laughs> but it, but you know but the hooker drank the drano i'll drink the drano that's my job i'm a drano drinker now well, that's a cure for coronavirus at least <laughs> there, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's why you're doing so well in the states man 
you know, the Instagram thing has been fun, but it's so strange because um, people still heckle you. I'm on Instagram every night for 10 minutes and I do comedy shows on Saturday. And people still send in, but it's, it's, you have to read it to yourself after, which is in a way more painful because you can't respond to them like, fuck off, fucker. It's like, oh, you're right, I'm shit. Okay, what next? Oh, God. <laughs> okay, all right. One after another after And because they're anonymous, basically, and, you know, wherever they live, they can just say what they like. It's really, it's, it's in a way, I prefer live heckling where you can jump on them and kind of, yeah. you know. We had a weird one where we had a a Twitter handle up for the MC of the car park gig. So people are tweeting in, you know, wish us happy birthday from the, you know, the car at the back and all the rest of it. But what was worse than that is you occasionally had somebody tweeting the MC to say they didn't like the last act. Could you let them know for me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that's harsh. I didn't ask you to prepare this, but does anyone have a new story that they wanted to... uh... Um. That Trump supporter that was at the last Republican convention um, uh, has just died of Corona. He attended a Trump rally a few weeks ago that was maskless Mm. or masks were not encouraged. And uh, he's a a big political name in this country. 74 years old, dropped dead from Corona. Oh, well. Yeah, that's a big story here because um, Trump has just started wearing a mask himself. But a lot of his Secret Service men and his supporters have um, either gotten sick or or kicked it. Yeah, because he was adamant, no masks, right? All of his yeah. rallies. I want you all there and no masks. Yeah. And he was seen like shaking people's hands. Uh, wasn't oh, there yeah. another one too where he went through a, what was it, some sort of factory? It, they were producing some coronavirus tests and he had a tour of the factory. He refused to wear a mask. He was like, I don't yeah. need to. And then they had to throw out all of the tests that were made while he was in the factory because oh, they. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, way to go, Trump. Way to go. But now he's like, well, I, I suppose you should wear a mask. I'm like, yeah. well, now you're going to step in now that you've divided your country again. Good job, leader. Yeah. Well, you know why he's going like, oh, masks aren't so bad now. You know why it's happening now? Because his voter base is dying. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we hope. Keep having your gatherings. Yes, no masks at the Trump rallies. Yeah. I know it sounds funny, but I'm not joking. Like it's down the road. The election's down like in November and his supporter base is dropping like flies. And he's like, this did not go as I planned. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's too bad because he's going to have to run for his party because all his pro candidates who could have run against him within his own party are dead too. That Herman Cain, this guy who died, he ran for president four years ago. I mean, no one's going to run. Everyone his age who could. Are yeah. dropping dead, you know. Wouldn't so it be a great time to have somebody more inspiring than Joe Biden to go up against him? <laughs> is, that, is that just me? Oh, yeah. Thank God I for Hitler, because he'd have no face. Jesus, he's so old. <laughs> he's so old. He's They're both pretty old, aren't they? They're both like late seventies. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think Trump is seventy-four now, and then uh, what's his name? Is Biden's older than him? Yeah. It, it's it's. Um, I don't know whether I, I think the only safe place uh, is um, wh- is there anywhere that's a developed nation where they're not having problems with this? Because I, coronavirus. I thought Sweden had the answer, but uh, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. All right. New Zealand. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, New Zealand. New, New Zealand's about corona free. That's yeah, there's about twelve say. people. There's about twelve people in New Zealand, and like sheep, <laughs> as far as I know, can't transmit it. So obviously, they don't have any coronavirus. Somewhere like Britain, we're like, an, like a, an international country. We've got people flying in, flying out all the time. Everybody's crammed together on the tube in each other's armpits. Obviously, we're gonna, any, anybody gets anything, it's going to spread through the population. 
Is that why Glasgow's clean because no one goes there? Is that why? (laughs) If the virus, the virus came to Scotland, it was like, oh fuck this. I'm out. I'm going. I'm going back to England. (laughs) I'm going to decimate this. Oh, okay. But New Zealand is exactly how I approach the Edinburgh Fringe. (laughs) I'm going to fucking take Scott. I'm going home, guys. It's really hard up here. I'm cold and wet. I'm going back to London. (laughs) <laughs> and everyone praised everyone praised what a great job she did the prime minister in new zealand and hey I, she did but let's be honest what she have to make like 20 phone calls make sure everyone was good and then like you guys okay great all right click yeah. okay you guys okay great click all right next person like and they they do use old school dial-up phones just so you know yeah. um but yeah i was and like how like, and places like australia that, that sort of avoided it first time around they're now seeing big surges because they haven't had it like britain we've all had it and we've also, also Britain, everyone's criticizing Britain's response to the coronavirus thing, but who came up with the vaccine? Who's number one? Yeah, yeah but might, that was might. not the government, Leo Curse. The government <laughs> did not, that would be Oxford. As, as a British person, I'm taking, I'm staking my claim in this. This is like 1966 all over again. It is like, it's like <laughs> D, D day. You can thank me later. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you weren't involved. <laughs> I did register for testing. You know when they test it on unsuspecting people who then like you know develop uh, fertility problems and whatever else from it. Uh, yeah. I've put myself forward to be one of those people. When I when I go back down to London, they might you know inject me with it or whatever. Oh, oh I see right. you volunteered for the trial of the. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought that that looks easy, and you get paid. And you've already you've already had your kids anyway, so you're done with that, right? You've already. I've got. I've, I've been filling up some Tupperware in the freezer, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll put that I... online. Let my friends <laughs> in. Make it a couple of comments. <laughs> I have something else in the news, or mm. I, I mean, I just want to bring it up, just because I think we have to bring it up. And I always, I don't know exactly how to pronounce her middle name correctly, so correct me when I do this wrong. Alexandria Oasio Cortez. Nice try, this? close enough. We know who Thank you mean. Thank you, Scott. How yeah. do I say it per- correctly? It's hard to wrap your Caucasian lips around that name. <laughs> I could do Cortez. I can do Alexandria. It's the middle one. Let's call her Alex Cortez, and that'll do it. Ali Cortez, uh, she... See how uh, Scott's refusing to say it in case he gets it worse than you. I know, I'm like, so tell me then, how does one... No, uh, she probably gave one of the best speeches I've ever heard in my life. I think it's, well, it's going to be up there. It's going to be one of the memorable ones I think exists forever. Uh, when she was speaking about, uh, who was the congressman? Um, that's how much I care about this man. A uh, racist white fuck. That's exactly it. Called her on the steps of the House of Steps of Parliament called her a fucking bitch. And she gave a an address to, you know, uh, Congress. And it was Ted Yoho berated her. It was Ted Yoho. Oh, right. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was phenomenal. More like Ted Yahoo. Am I right? (laughs) Thank you. See you at home. Hong, hong, hong. (laughs) (laughs) Hong, hong. <laughs> this is the problem with us that recognizes honks as applause. Comedians are just going to start fucking running into traffic now, like, oh, oh, yes, yes. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, her speech was amazing. And I just wanted to bring it up because it's, I just, during all of this, I just thought it was really, it was just a, a, an amazing speech. And I, I hope everyone takes a moment to listen to it. If you have daughters, you'll want them to listen to it. Uh, what, did, what did she say? She more or less just um, talked about it because he, he then publicly wrote an apology. I'm using air quotes for those who can't see. Uh, an apology <laughs> where he apologized, but it's just uh, his passion for his God and his country 
uh, is what made him just never apologize. He never said sorry. He was like, I was, I was over passionate because I'm just, I love my God. I love my country. And so never said sorry, never mm. really even address. It was one of those, you know, kind of like, a I Louis like about CK. Her too, she, yeah, she I was going to say that's a Louis CK apology. That's a Louis <laughs> CK apology. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have a dick. I have a dick and I'm a good comedian with a dick and I can't help that I have a dick. That's a good show title. I'd voice that. Okay. It down. At least Louis CK sent flowers. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Sticky flowers, but they were flowers. But no, <laughs> what I like about her too, and she has said this before, uh, Alexandra, and, 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 and it's true, is it's not her job, in her speech she says, it's not her job to teach people what's racist and what's not. It's not her job to educate this man about how to apologize or how to backpedal because he doesn't really know how to do it anyway. And, and she, does, she does reference uh, his God in it. It's good too, because she talks about religion a little bit. But she's very, her demeanor is so calm. It's not passive. It's just very thorough and thought out. Mm. And, and, you know, I grew up with a single mom who she raised three kids and did a pretty decent job. But my mom her, was harassed at work all the time. I saw it happen when I would go to see her, when we go to have lunch. I'd go by her office sometimes. And the, st the stories that she told me were shocking. And it's amazing how little it's changed. And how much we pat ourselves on the back for, for evolving, but we haven't really. He said that to her to make a point to his voter block. And he, he's continued it. And he, you're right, he hasn't said he's sorry and he won't. And why should he? He doesn't think his behavior is bad. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's just passionate. He couldn't control because of his strong, <laughs> yeah. No, he was upset because a woman <laughs> threatens him and he didn't know what to do with it. So he was yeah. like, this is, why do we let them in? Who gave her shoes and socks? Like very, yeah. Um, yeah, and he pointed out he's not a misogynist because he has a wife and daughters. And daughters. Yeah. That, that doesn't, that doesn't. I am not yeah. a misogynist. Jeez. I own a woman and two two younger women, so uh, I'm not a misogynist. Yeah. Some of my best friends are, etc. Yes. Oh dear. Yeah. Wow. So is it totally? It was a personal thing. Like he didn't like he felt threatened by her. It wasn't anything to do with her she, economic she, policies or anything. Well, she said yes that um, she thought that her impression from the numbers, the stats she'd read that vandalism and poverty had increased because of the government's response to the coronavirus, the federal government's response to coronavirus. And he said, you're a crazy bitch and you're <laughs> fucking wrong about that, right? That was his response to her. I like straight talking politicians. Yeah, well, he saw her attacking Trump and the Republican party is the party of Trump now, you know, so he was yeah. defending and thought he would get in with good with Trump by saying that because Trump has said similar things about women in the past. Yeah, so he's getting he's getting in with Trump just as Trump has like what fourteen days left. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Cross. Fingers hey. crossed. I I do not believe this deal is sealed. Like people need to go out and vote because we yeah. thought it was in the bag last time. Yeah, yeah. I am I am not oh. calm. I am not writing this out. Yeah, I am mm. very oh my nervous. God. This is not how funny would it be? How funny would it be if everybody says something? Oh, I'd be so because last time, last time it was just unbelievable. You can see Hillary standing in that thing. She actually picked a building that had a glass ceiling so she could do her <laughs> thing about breaking the glass ceiling. And she's sitting there all, you know what I mean? And then uh, she doesn't win. I was just like, oh my God, that's amazing. What, what an amazing four-year joke. 
if they turn it into an eight-year joke, that is just that's performance art, as far as well. Trump wants to delay. He wants to delay the election now. He's been asked. He's asked this morning if we can delay the presidential election because there's too much going on. Yeah, I think that's illegal. I don't think you can. We're saying that postal votes are going to screw it if he loses it because of postal votes. Even a lot of people in his own administration vote by post, including his wife. But yes, (laughs) uh, he wants to (laughs) delay because he's worried that people, you know, are confused about what's going on. The postal vote is all corrupt and he can fix it, but he needs time. Listen, I'm worried that Scott needs to get to the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I'm covered in sunblock already, but that was because of something we did earlier. But yes, I'm, um, <laughs> we ran out of lube. What can I do? So yeah, we, uh, I improvised. But yes, we're, we're off to the beach. You guys want to go? Yeah. You know, can, I, can I ask you, Leo, what, what room are you in? Because there's a creepy uh, little girl uh, vanity mirror behind you on the wall. And a black you? heart with just this one is, thing in the middle that, of the shell. Yeah. yeah, I'm like. I'm in my girlfriend's spare room. Okay. So this is like what she uses as an office and there's a bed in it as well. It's uh, oh, yeah. her, oh, it's her flat's amazing. If you live in Scotland, you can have a nice flat. It's so different from London. Like she's got like a super king bed. It's like, you know, you can play a game of five-a-side in this bed. It's, it's <laughs> I just think it's so tragic that at the end of this podcast, I learned that Leo finally found a bed that can fit him. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Being tall is truly one of the great hardships in this modern world. For our live section, Abigail and Leo are joined on stage by Paul Thorne and Ian Stone for some excellent debating, and Leo's tendency to wear a loud shirt is his eventual undoing. Alright, this is the second game uh, of the evening. This is called uh, Burning Issues. Basically what happens is three of the comedians, as you can see coming out, they will sit at the back of the stage and we will deal with some of the burning issues that have been happening uh, in the world in the last week or two. We'll take questions from you guys as well. I'll start the guys off and then we'll go from there. Um, I think we should talk about uh, Danny Baker first. Uh, Danny Baker, if you don't know, the, uh, the, the uh, presenter who put out a tweet uh, saying, Royal Baby is born with a picture of two posh people and a monkey in a suit. <laughs> and he didn't see the connotations because I don't know why the fuck not, but anyway. Uh, have we got any views? Leo, we'll start with you, Danny Blake. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I mean, like, people say he's been deliberately racist. I don't think he woke up that day and was like, I know what'll make me popular in 2019. <laughs> Deliberate racism. I'll be deliberately racist and that'll probably get me a promotion. In the BBC, um, no, I think I think you know. Apparently, tweets a lot of, a lot of pictures of monkeys, which I think you shouldn't do anyway. You know what I mean? Just pick another animal. Pick otters. Nobody's ever got in trouble for pic- tweeting a picture of an otter. Um, but yeah, people always, you know, I black think people generally haven't been compared to otters in the. Yeah, park. that's why it's a good idea to yeah, tweet pictures see, of yeah, otters. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's accidental racism, um, like when H&M, H&M, do you remember when H&M had this, they had this disastrous marketing campaign, basically, basically they had this poster with a black kid on it, and the kid was wearing a t-shirt saying, uh, coolest monkey in the jungle, and obviously it's terrible, it's got connotations, but everybody was saying, everybody was, I mean, he's so offended, he's, he's leaving right now. <laughs> everybody was saying, this is terrible, H&M are being deliberately racist to get people talking about H&M, and I don't think they were, I don't think the H&M marketing department sat down one day and were like, guys, we've got a new strategy, it's racism. 
We're going to alienate 98% of shoppers and just go after that lucrative 2% neo-Nazi market. <laughs> Not just any neo-Nazis, this is a very niche neo-Nazi market that for some reason is buying clothes for black children. <laughs> Man, the neo-Nazis are all... I, I neo-Nazis heard... are all in the bed linen department buying white sheets. I personally, uh, when I, I saw the tweet, I, w I was horribly offended, obviously. Because, uh, uh, you know, that baby, I mean, a monkey really is not going to grow up to look like Prince Charles. It's going to grow up to look like James Hewitt. And I thought that was brilliant when I wrote that today. Well, the people have spoken. Yeah, apparently uh, not. Well, what is he in line to the throne? Because they always say seventh, that, don't they? Seventh, 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 seventh in line no, to the throne. And he doesn't have a title. He's never going to make it, is he? Not unless, not unless they fly Malaysian Airways. Um, <laughs> or not unless Prince and, Philip... And he doesn't, obviously. Not unless Prince Philip drives them to the fucking... Well, none of them. <laughs> let's, have a, let's have a question from the audience. I'm sure you've got some things you'd like uh, sorted out by our panel here. Do you have any questions from the audience? Uh, uh, Police no. ramming mopeds off the road. They are. Police are currently ramming mopeds off the road. And yeah. how do we feel about that? <laughs> I think that's fair enough. Yeah. I think yeah. they're a menace. Police? And cyclists. Oh, and cyclists. Oh, Ram them off the road as well. They're annoying. <laughs> and pedestrians, actually, while we're on the subject. They get in the fucking way, don't they? With their entitled fucking zebras that they think they can walk across. Zebras? <laughs> I don't even drive. <laughs> I mean, you come from America where police are much more brutal than that, aren't they? So. Oh, thanks for bringing it up. Uh, yeah, uh, well, like, they're just... The thing is, is anymore, when I see uh, a moped coming down the street, I'm either like, are they going to take my cell phone, which would be problematic, or are they going to sell me weed, which would be great. So, like, I find the whole thing, like, I'm 50-50 about it, because I want to keep my phone, but, like, I need my fucking weed. Uh, it's like, I know it's, like, technically illegal in this country, but is it? Like, like, I know, like, you're not allowed to have it, but I do have a delivery guy who brings it to my house. Like, it's a brilliant time to be alive. Uh, and to be a white American in Britain. Uh, Leo, do you have any views about this? I'm, I'm guessing you might. Uh, police ramming the mopeds off the roads. I just think it's going to mess up people's pizzas. <laughs> That's a fair point that we hadn't even thought about. <laughs> you know, okay. Anyway, they, it's a good thing, isn't it? Because oh. it's the, 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 everyone thought they were indestructible, these guys, and that they were going to get away with it. But now the police are actually just got doing something positive and you know, forcing them off the road, and loads of them have been convicted today, um, and the ones that mugged Michael McIntyre, they've been given an OBE. <laughs> and, uh, and <laughs> the, the end. Let's have another question. Let's have another question from the audience. Anyone? Philip Green's knighthood. Well, has that come up? I mean, we do know that Philip Green is no longer a billionaire. He's yeah. lost half his money. It's such a shame. I think you shouldn't be... <laughs> You should, yeah, it's always the nicest people, but you, you shouldn't be allowed to be a knight unless you can legitimately get on a horse and like charge a French person who's dressed in armour and knock them off with a big fucking telegraph pole. That is, that should still be the test of being a knight. And I want to see Philip Green doing that or we're going to strip him of his knighthood. What, a, what about Philip Green ramming mopeds? <laughs> That might with a work. telegraph pole. With a telegraph pole. Any sort of pole. You got any views about that? Do you not think it's ridiculous, the knighthood system anyway? Abigail? I mean, I, I, you know, this is a subject that I uh, know nothing about because <laughs> I don't understand 
the knighthood thing that it's like I mean you raise a really good point you can't have night phones and also or excuse me knighthoods when you also have smartphones as far as I'm concerned like they don't like it's such an old-fashioned idea like what the genuine question once you're knighted like what do you get because do you get like a banquet and do you get to eat a turkey leg like what (laughs) Does anyone know? Yeah, it's the banquet and the turkey leg, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is that yeah. it? That is it. I don't know I how you I watched a guessed. lot of Game of Thrones, so like I understand that. That's exactly what it's like. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks, Ian, <laughs> for right. sorting that out. I'm glad me. to help. You used to get all the virgins within a five-mile radius, but that, that, that was the 1970s. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> were different times then, weren't they? Different times. Well, yeah, you had virgins for a start. <laughs> <laughs> Not where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> I think he takes that as a compliment. Can we, have, um, can we have one more question from the audience? Anything from over there? The, Met Gala. the what? The, the Met. Gala. Oh yes, the Met Gala. Did anyone watch the Met Gala? The Met Leo, Gala. you must love the Met Gala. Uh, Where's the Met Gala? <laughs> <laughs> it happened. Is that the police policeman's no. ball? No. <laughs> it's a bingo hall. It's a it's a big sort of gala, and all these people wear these fucking bonkers dresses, and uh, that's about it. It just sounds like any party I go to. (laughs) (laughs) You must go to some interesting parties. Oh yeah, what about it? I mean, we just saw it on the telly. What the fuck is is it? News. Because it just happened, and uh, the theme this year was camp. Uh, Last year it was. Was it Renaissance or something? Everyone. Why are you looking at me? Why? Why the fuck would I know? I haven't written jokes, but yet again, I'm the one on the panel who knows about this one. Because <laughs> uh, did I watch it? You betcha. Uh, Why did you watch it? Just I, the costumes? Well, it's literally a costume parade. That's yeah. pretty much what it is. You get to watch rich people being costume. On second thought, I think I am for knighthoods. Uh, I take it back. I love them. Uh, and uh, uh, Lady Gaga was one of the hosts this year. And oh boy, did she give! Oh, she gave attorney. And let me tell you, did she? she walked out on that red carpet. She was in one dress. Boom! Took it off. Another dress. Oh my God! Can't stop. Amazing. It off. Another dress. Took it off. In her underwear. So brave. I'm I'm uh, uh, I'm changing my shirt for the second half. <laughs> you should. It's a shame he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Have that. Have that. No. No right of reply. Fuck off. Uh, let's hear it He's for the... bald. <laughs> You're right. Have that. Uh, let's hear it for the panel, ladies and gentlemen. Very nice. So that's it from episode 27. If you enjoyed it, then please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Check out thecomedystorelive.co.uk for our ever-expanding outdoor gigs calendar. And if you're not going out just yet, there's still a load of world-class stand-up to enjoy on there too. You have been listening to Leo Curse, Abigail Shimon, Alison June-Smith and Scott Caporo. On stage, we also had Ian Stone and Paul Thorne. By the way, I highly recommend Paul's own podcast, Wine Sponge. This podcast is produced and edited by me, Simon Mason. And special thanks, as always, to The Edge producer, Mr. John Connor. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.